love me, yeah, they love me. First, love yourself. And God, we trust. Trust me, I don't trust myself. Your jewelry, I get it took. Welcome back to It Is What It Is. This episode is sponsored by Underdog Fantasy. The app is an easy way to make some cash just by making picks on your favorite players. Underdog is available in more than 30 states, including California, Florida, Texas, and New York, just to name a few. Make sure to support the show by hitting the link in the bio and downloading the Underdog Fantasy app. They'll also match your first deposit up to $100, and you get a special pick when you sign up. I'm Treasure Wilson, a.k.a. Sat Baby, along with your hosts, Mace and Cam. Killer, what's going on, man? How you doing, man? Chilling, man. Chilling. You know, gotta oh, do shit. some things. My bad, man. Pause. You gotta do some things, pause. Yeah, what man. You got, what you gotta do exactly? <laughs> Can't say it on the show. <laughs> Why? You just said it on the show. <laughs> and then say you can't say it on the show. What are you? What are you put? Is there something you want to talk about? Yeah, I had to tell you off camera. Uh, <laughs> 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 All right, that's fine with me. And you telling me off camera so I can say it on camera later? <laughs> hey, you can use me, man. For us. Like, you, can, you can let me know what's going on whenever you know. Uh, I'm unfiltered and unadulterated. That <laughs> <laughs> uh, was the first okay. time. I, I see a lot of people was was uh they was happy with what I said and gave a lot of information as far as a cuckold is concerned. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yesterday I was looking at there's it's like killer. We didn't know that, and it's like <laughs> it's crazy that niggas is out here still doing that. <laughs> niggas are still doing that. Seem like niggas have personal experience. Yeah, niggas already knew about <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah, man. But that was very informative. And that's what we do here. And it is what it is. <laughs> We're a sports show, but we also inform you on otherworldly things that's going on out yeah. there. So that's what makes us who we are. But yeah, it was very informative. And they said that uh, the lessons that we're teaching stats she could never learn at school. <laughs> that is very true. Yeah, yeah there's a lot of truth to that. Yeah, yeah, they said stats learning more here than she ever could have learned in college, man. So yeah. there you have it. <laughs> there you have it. Okay, so we're going to start the top of the show talking about Justin Fields. There's a lot of discussion around the Bears quarterback because he unfollowed the team on Instagram. So, of course, a lot of people were asking him why he unfollowed his own team off of Instagram. His argument was, just because you don't follow the girl on IG don't mean you're not messing with her. Is this a valid point to you guys? That might be a lot of truth to that, you know? <laughs> there's a lot of people dating people that they're not following. And there's a lot of people in relationship with people they're not following. Like me, I don't follow anybody. But... <laughs> I know a lot of people and I talk to people every day, but I that just mean I don't want to see your feed. Sometimes <laughs> people be taking it too serious. Like, you know, I like I like my space. I like I like to have my clear thought. And sometimes when you got people twerking and doing all kind of challenges, like Killer was talking about, I don't be wanting to see all those challenges. So it doesn't mean that I'm not I'm not um you know, feeling the people or or like what they're doing is just I don't want to consume that all day. Pause. I have a question. What? Since you follow literally zero people, how clear 
does your feed need to be? Like, how does that work? <laughs> That's why when I come on here, I can give a pure answer because it's not swayed by anything I saw or anything I heard. It's okay. just coming from a pure place. Okay. I wouldn't usually call you a liar, but... <laughs> <laughs> Stout, am I wrong? Or one day we saw about Nia Long, and he's like, it's, "You could get the other girl that's like looks like Nia Long." And I'm like, "Where?" You was like, "From IG." <laughs> and I'm like, "I don't even know you talking about." And I'm like, "Right." She's on IG. She looked like Nia Long, and I'm like, "You don't follow anybody. How do you know who's on IG?" <laughs> right. Because <laughs> people send me things like uh, like uh, you send me uh, things, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So people be I, like, "Yo." Dilla was looking at this. This is what he needed on top of that. Pause. And I was like, oh, who is that? So they send you all the current information because <laughs> you seem very abreast to everything that's going on on Instagram. <laughs> you don't miss, you don't skip a beat. You must got niggas, <laughs> you must got a nigga like that strip club just sending you stuff all day, every day because you know every, everything I ask you about, you know what's going on. But I would never call you a liar. You my man. It's clear on your page you're not following the soul, but... Yo, you ain't see Shorty? Yeah, she nice. She the drill rapper from Alabama. Where at? IG. Shorty Red 5572 Dash. Okay. My, my man. My <laughs> nigga. My nigga. <laughs> yeah. As far as Justin Fields is concerned, look, it's been a roller coaster ride since he's been to Chicago. Uh you know, he's supposed to be their franchise quarterback when he first got there. It hasn't been working out for him that the way that uh, it's supposed to work out. If I'm not mistaken, I, I don't want to say that because I may be mistaken. It was before some Instagram shit. And it's sad. And to Mason's point, and I follow a thousand, a little over a thousand people. I follow people. But... If I'm dating, and and he he was slick by saying this. This was a very slick yeah. comeback. Yeah. This was slick because I don't usually if I if I'm dating somebody or going out with somebody, I don't like their pictures. I don't follow them. I don't. You got my phone number. <laughs> we got that. And if we end up do following each other on Instagram or whatever, it's not all yo. Know, where you gonna be at tonight or what you doing later because. People like to be in your business when you start doing that. You put two, you put the right two comments, you on the shade room, depending on who you are. Oh, wink your eye, hard eye emoji, this, that, and the third. So a lot of times, if you see me liking, commenting, put a fire emoji under a female's picture, nine times out of 10, I'm not dating her. I'm not doing anything with her. Uh, was just purely platonic. If I even met her, you know, that's what I'm a saying? good disclaimer, killer. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. I got it from the. I learned from yeah. the best, man. <laughs> <laughs> I, I learned from the best, man. Look, I'm be honest with you. I went through a really, you know, I went through a public relationship on Instagram, basically, because I was with a person when Instagram came out. So when you when Instagram first come out and you're in a relationship, you're like, oh, this is fun. Put up the picture of us doing this. Put up the picture of us doing that. Oh, hey, hi, hey, same outfits. Here around the corner, carnival, uh, movies, dates. Yeah. 
Then that shit started getting serious as the years like started. Why go, you didn't put my pitch up? Yeah, why you ain't put my pitch up? And not only that, the people who grow to like you as a couple, they start feeling the way if you don't put the picture up. It's like, what you doing with her? Where's so and so at? <laughs> you know, I seen, you know, shout out to my my our bro Gilly. Um, he went through that something. I don't remember where uh exactly the scenario, but he was on the gram and he took a picture with probably a fan, female fan or something. They're like, his girlfriend's name is Toot. He knows she's pop. I only know her because he posts her a lot. And they're like, that's not Toot. Where's Toot at? Where's she at? And he's like, bro, it's my cousin. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I kind of get that. And I think Justin feels was slick by saying that. Uh, you know, it's times where they talk about maybe trading them benching him should he start should he not start this is uh this was really clever of him to say that because yeah look what, what was the scenario we we just talked about this last week right and we never even re-talked about it because uh loss of pimpin and um little mike little mike jr um broke up and a reason people attributed that breakup was to they took down everybody's Instagram pictures. She took down his pictures. He took down her pictures. Uh, put subliminals up. If you break up with somebody, should you should your friends unfollow them, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, all because of social media. And four days later, they was back together. Yeah, right. people got to stop letting social media run their life. And I think I think Phil's Justin Fields is saying this just because they're about to drive Caleb Williams. In a nutshell. I mean, you could be 100% right. I'm not disagreeing with you at all, but that was a play it safe what he did. Mm -hmm. Played it safe, so. Uh, it's definitely, we're definitely in that era. Like, I got into an argument with uh, a few people. Not Now I'm sitting there thinking about it. Yo, you want to follow me? Why you want to follow me? Da, da, da. I'm like, yo, you doing dumb shit. You know, you bugging out. It was, I, I'll tell you a scenario. And <laughs> like, work? Yeah. That's how you feel? Really, like, seriously. So, um, I was, I did a television show. I was uh, with, with Brandy a couple years ago. Mm -hmm. And I had a friend of mine who's a really good ghostwriter, makes beats, et cetera. And Brandy on this show she was going to be a rapper and I was like yo you could ghostwrite for her and maybe potentially make some beats or whatever he like yo bet he's not you know it would have been a good look for him an hour later he put like I put up a picture of me and Brandon he made like some uh it wasn't tasteful joke in the comments so I, I just told him this so I blocked him Kim how you gonna block me yo I would do that and I'm like bro what if this girl sees this I just gave you opportunity to write some lyrics which you love doing, make some beats which you love doing, and then you sit there and make a joke about some uh, a money opportunity. Okay, because you don't know I do comedy too. That's part of my comedy. You know what? You you enjoy. I blocked them so he could have added to with me. I know friends mm -hmm. who's mad at other friends who blocked them. We're in that era to where, and I tell people all the time, if you got my phone number, be happy you got my phone number. Yeah. Sometimes you're just not interested. Just because you're my friend, I don't mean I want to follow you because your pages are interested. Yeah. For me... Uh, what make them interesting to you? Well, well several things. Uh, I, I like... I follow CNN. I follow ABC. 
uh, for worldly news. I follow Shade Room Ball Alert for nigga news. I follow girls with nice bodies because I'm a pervert sometimes and I like to watch like girls with nice bodies. <laughs> I, I follow basketball players. I follow NBA teams. I follow sports in general. Um, I follow um, news outside the country as well, not just in America. I follow uh, nature's predators. I'm in the animals. It's several different things. You're in the animals? Yeah. yeah. I, I, pause. I, that I, was crazy, but nah, go ahead. No, nah, nah, I don't count that as a pause. That's that's more like bestiality. That isn't drinks, but yeah, <laughs> I, I, I like... I like, and I'm not going to tell y'all what bestiality means. If you want to Google that, that's up to you. Um, but yeah, I'm definitely in the animals. I like watching National Geographic's, you know, I have, a, I have a, like three closets dedicated to animals. Mm-hmm. At cemetery. <laughs> 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 I can't make this up. <laughs> so it varies for me on and then another thing that what happens is with Instagram they make it so also and I don't want, like I said we'll move on but on Instagram what they do is that when you're going when you're going to search for something on Instagram you go to the search page it's mad stuff on the search page before you actually type in what you want to type in so you like oh, let me click on this. And you may be stuck on that for like 10 minutes just because you wasn't, um, you seen something interesting. Got it. Um, to me, I don't even think it's necessarily about interest. I just think people are nosy. There's a lot of people that I do not follow and you guys will never know that I know that have my number and that's all that it needs to be. I think people are way too much in other people's business and all it takes is one follow or one picture with them and everybody's in your business. So I just think leaving it at that, that's good. And Justin Fields did explain that like football consumes like 99% of his life now that they are in off season. Obviously he's still working out and stuff. He doesn't need to see stuff from NFL and Bears 24 seven because that's literally his life. So I understand having a little break here and there, but is he going to stay with the Bears? That is a question I cannot answer. He is not staying <laughs> with the Bears. This was that transition. Yeah. Okay. We'll see what happens. There's no confirmation on that, but based off of Mace's guess, he's thinking that he's not going to be. Speaking of football and quarterbacks <laughs> and everything else, I spoke to Cam Newton, man. For real? Yeah, man. I had a good conversation with Cam uh, actually the day before yesterday, and we talked briefly yesterday as well, and he... uh. Shout out to Cam, big fan of the show. And uh, we we like what you're doing as well. And he just wanted to say, if there was any misunderstanding uh, or confusion, he fucks with us. And, you know, he's hopefully he'll be up next week um, on the show, either Monday, Tuesday, early next week, he's going to come on the show via Zoom. So uh, big shout out to Cam Newton. Yeah, good for Cam. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, just like yeah. <laughs> 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 we had a great conversation, yeah. man. And, and where Cam is at, you know, um, and I won't get into a lot of detail. I let him tell what he wants to talk about when he comes on the show next week. Is just that he's trying to figure out media as well, and he's not uh, shy about saying that. He's basically saying that. Uh, me and you and people like us and this show in general uh, paving the way for what he's trying to do. You know what I'm saying? And 
you know, he has no backing. He has no sponsorship. He has nothing. And uh, I told him that's how we started. You know what I'm saying? So he was just saying he didn't mean anything if we felt the way because he's kind of, we're kind of setting the tone for what a lot of people are trying to do. Oh. Well, also speaking of Cam Newton, when talking about CJ Stroud, Cam Newton said, I don't know nobody that really had a better rookie campaign than him. Do you agree? Then who? CJ Stroud. CJ Stroud. CJ Stroud. I think, I mean, since we're on the Cam Newton campaign, I think Cam Newton had a better year, better rookie season than um, CJ Stroud. I think he's one of the only people that had a better season. And then you got, then you got my guy, you know, pause, Pat Mahomes. But other than that, this is a great, this is a great, um, a great person to put over CJ Stroud. Let me look at my notes. Um, yeah, I got Cam Newton at um 451 yards. He had he was only 57 yards short of what CJ Stroud had. He had more touchdowns, less interceptions. So, you know, this was really good. Um, I was gonna say Cam, but I believe the best rookie season to me goes to Justin Herbert. Uh, oh yeah, he had a phenomenal rookie season. I'm I don't have the notes in front of me, um, but off the top of my head, I believe he had uh, eight eight and nine more touchdowns. He had twice as many interceptions. He had you know um, Stroud had five interceptions for the season. Yeah. Um, Justin Herbert had ten, but he had almost ten more. No, he had ten total. So we're clear. Uh, he had almost ten more. Uh, touchdown totals, and I believe he had 300 more, two to 300 more yards than C.J. Stroud, if I'm not mistaken. But if I'm going best rookie season, I'm going to go individual. And we're not talking about team. We're talking about individually, Justin Herbert. Now, C.J. Stroud's season may have been better than Justin Herbert's first season. Justin Herbert's first season, he was 6-9, and nine, and C.J. Stroud made it to the playoffs. So it may look better for C.J. Stroud because his team went further. But if we're talking about individual uh, accolades and play, I'm going to go with um, Justin Herbert and then agree with Mace on the tie for C.J. and Cam as well. Yeah. and then now, I got Cam Newton over him with the 700 yards that he rushed for. Okay. As well as those rushing touchdowns. His, his season was more like um, more exciting or electrifying than, than Herbert to me. Just off of just stat comparisons, Justin Herbert had a passer rating of 98.3 with 4,336 yards, 31 touchdowns, 10 interceptions in 15 games for his rookie season, one offensive rookie of the year. C.J. Stroud started in all 15, completing 319 of 499 pass attempts, 4,108 yards, 23 touchdowns, five interceptions, and a pass rating of, of 100. And then Cam Newton had 4,051 yards, 21 touchdowns, and 17 interceptions. And he rushed 126 times for 706 yards and 14 touchdowns. Yeah, so that's, numbers that's 17, wise, 17 interceptions is crazy. Yeah, yeah 17 interceptions. Yeah. I ain't have that in my notes. Yeah. <laughs> I bet yeah. you did. Yeah, 17 <laughs> interceptions. 17 interceptions <laughs> as well. So yeah. that's kind of crazy. <laughs> numbers wise like technically Justin Herbert like had the better game but CJ Stroud just had less interceptions 17 interceptions to 21 touchdowns 
Yeah. Almost 50 yeah, it's almost 50%. Yeah. 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 Okay. So who would you pick? Who would I pick? For, for, I'm just not even one of our opinion. Do you think that CJ Stroud had the best rookie no, season? No, CJ Stroud had a better. Now that I heard the 17 and the 17. Better than Justin Herbert too, though? No. Justin Herbert than CJ Stroud. That's still, like, also statistically speaking and on paper, Justin Herbert had the better rookie season. But just the hype around CJ Stroud and everything that's going on, especially because he wasn't even like he was ended up being a lower pick after um, Bryce Young. I just think that CJ Stroud is a pretty strong argument as well. That's why I asked you because I yeah. knew you would go for the glitz and glamour instead of paying attention. <laughs> that's exactly why I asked you. I did that on purpose. I did that on purpose because yeah. I knew. That you would go for, <laughs> for for the shine or yeah. the motion or the whatever you want to call it. I said, watch this. <laughs> watch you go, go, go for the glitter. <laughs> the glitter. I did the same thing with uh, before you came in about um Kyrie. And, oh yeah, um, we'll get to that though because that's a good yeah. conversation. But same thing, she did the same thing. I, I yeah, it. I know it. Yeah. Fuck Justin Herbert numbers. I'm going with the who got motion. <laughs> I'm going to come back with a better argument for sure. But based off of, yeah, everything, I'm going to go with CJ Shroud for now. he got more interviews. No. <laughs> no, I'm just thinking. He got more followers. I'm just thinking. Yeah, in the, got, yeah. No, I'm just thinking in the long run. Like, I, ha- I have to see. It's still pretty early just looking at what CJ Shroud has done, but. I don't know. Status no more long run. The question was rookie. Yeah. Then no none yeah. of them will ever be but one. I have to take into account. No, I get it's just the rookie year, but I have to take into account everything. And I'm just like, that's what I'm thinking. Like what's I get what y'all are saying. There's just the multiple swag. factors. When, no, when you say there's multiple the factors. The thing about it is, you say a long run. It's no rookie in yeah. the long run. Yeah, <laughs> I know. No I know. It makes sense to me, y'all. It makes sense to me. Uh, but we, we think, we think <laughs> I, I already knew the answer. Yeah. <laughs> okay, but we'll get to that discussion between Kyrie and Jalen Brunson later down the line. But right now, boom. Well, actually, we're getting to that now. Jalen Brunson revealed he truly wanted to stay with the Mavs, but they declined a four-year, $55 million offer for him. Do you think the Mavs could have benefited more from keeping Brunson? Um, like I said earlier, this is what I told Akilah. I said, who would you take, Kyrie or Jalen Brunson? And it feels, pause, like Brunson is having a crazier year because he's in a bigger market when it comes to New York City, but the numbers are almost compatible. Yeah. You know, it doesn't seem like that because Kyrie is not with Nike or he's not, you know, in the city every day. But they're having the same the same season. And I would have did I would have did exactly what the Mavs did because I didn't foresee Jalen Brunson being what he is now. So if it came down to the time where they had to make that that decision. And you could have gotten Jalen Brunson or you could have gotten Kyrie. I don't think, I mean, some people may have still picked Jalen Brunson, but I would have went with Kyrie. And I would still go with Kyrie today. Kyrie is one of my favorite players in the in the NBA period. I feel like if he was five, five, five inches taller, he would be Jordan. Jordan couldn't even dribble like that. Yeah. Um, 
I know the question, but could you read it to me again so I can answer it correctly, properly? Yeah. So basically, Jalen Brunson revealed he wanted to stay with the Mavs, but they declined a four-year $55 million offer for him, which is what he wanted. So do you think the Mavs could have benefited more from keeping Jalen Brunson? For that price? Yeah. For that price. <laughs> but what Jalen Brunson is doing, for right. that price, man, that's that's a hell of a discount. Yeah, the answer that's is a, absolutely that, yes. That, yeah, that's a hell of a discount. Now, look, even before Jalen Brunson got to the Knicks, I was seeing what he was doing in Dallas that last year when his contract was up. And I'm like, and I, I seen him playing Villanova, but, you know, I didn't pay I'm not going to say and act like I had eyes on Jalen Brunson from college throughout his NBA, NBA career. I'll be sitting here lying to you. But I seen what he did that last year in Dallas when his contract was up and it looked like he was playing yeah. for a car, like his contract was up. You know, it's not like, you know, it's two different scenarios, so I ain't going to throw Clay in there, but. He was playing like his contract was up. This is how Clay is supposed <laughs> to be playing. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So when Dallas didn't re-sign him and he got that big contract with the Knicks, I'm not going to lie. I was sitting there saying, and I'm okay, Sid, because uh, here goes Sid. I know. Yeah. <laughs> here we go. New hardness. <laughs> yeah, because I was saying, you know, I kept it. To, I'm not going to lie. I'm like, 110 million. I don't know, man. They get Jalen Brunson, $110 million. <laughs> So, I, you know, it's calling me. Do it look like we wasted the money now? It looks like it's good money. <laughs> it looks like y'all spent really good money. What I would say is this to answer the question overall, though. I think that needed to happen. Because me personally, I don't think Luca respects players, even on his own team. I think he's that good to where he doesn't respect Jalen Brunson or respect other players. Not saying he doesn't think that they're good basketball players or great NBA players. I just think he like come over here. I've been killing niggas since I was 15. Y'all niggas, I come over here and do this to y'all in y'all country. And I think it took a player like Kyrie Irving who already had a certain cachet or a certain level of respect for him to respect somebody else because it wasn't like you got to think about it. To me personally, if you got Jalen Brunson, and I'm talking about pre-Nick Jalen Brunson, and you got Kyrie Irving and you ask Luca, who would you rather have? Luca. Kyrie. Kyrie, nigga. <laughs> of course I'd rather have Kyrie. This with, with Jalen Brunson to me is doing right now with the Knicks is gaining his respect and showing niggas I'm worth this money yeah. that... I was asking for, and I'm glad I got more than what I was asking for with the Mavericks. But right now, Jalen Brunson's earning his respect. I don't think the respect that he has now and, and what he's gaining now, he had with the Mavericks. And I don't think Luka uh, respected him the way he respected Kyrie. So I think all, everything that happened needed to happen. Okay, valid point. And then Devin Booker said, it was harder to get 70 back in my day. Now everybody gets it. How do you feel about what he said and then how the league has changed? Yeah, it's I, I agree, first of all, with Devin Booker about it was harder to get 70 points back in the days. It seemed like now each person, and what was that last week? It seemed like everybody popped up with yeah. 70. Mm -hmm. Like Carl Anthony Towns, um, Joel Embiid, Dame Lillard. Dame yeah. Lillard. 
and it's Donovan Mitchell. Donovan yeah. Mitchell. It was they was just going crazy, but it seemed like back in the days it wasn't it wasn't hard for Will Chamberlain though because he had like six games with seventy plus. But I I think in this time that we're in today, um, the rules are too easy. I mean, you can't really foul nobody without getting thrown out the game. You can't really play aggressive defense. So this the the rules right now. Adam Silver have it set up for points to be very high. You see, they just scored two hundred in an All Star <laughs> game. So ain't nobody really playing defense. And so I agree with you, Booker, on that. But Booker, y'all got to get back to winning, man. I I was expecting y'all to do better than this. Um, actually, to be honest with you, Suns have kind of climbed back into into it. To be considering where they was at yeah. when we was talking about it, we, they kind of actually uh climbed back into it. I don't have their stats in front of me, but um, where they're at in in the West, fifth, fifth seed. Yeah, they're in the playoffs right now. The playoffs yeah, started right now. Seed. Fifth. Right now, they're in the playoffs. Yeah, right we after shouldn't the put all of them together to be fifth. But right after the Nuggets. Well, well, I'm just saying as far as as far as where they were at in the beginning of the season, let's let's take a look at this. Nobody expected Minnesota or Oklahoma City to be in the top two. So right now, Phoenix, and I had them right behind the Nuggets before the season started, which they're at right now. They're actually right behind the Nuggets. The Clippers are ahead of the Nuggets by game. Uh and Phoenix uh, is three games behind Denver. But I think considering where we at, because this thing looked like it was going to fall off the rails at yeah. one time earlier this year. It was like, what the fuck is going on? So, um, yeah, this this is good for Phoenix right here. Even I'm looking at the standards now. Even uh, the Lakers and Golden State have climbed back into the playing, actually. They're in the playing right now. And that's that's one thing about the West. Look, let's 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 imagine this, right? Now, maxing you this, Mace. You got, let's say Minnesota and Oklahoma City finishes at one and two, mm-hmm. and you got the Lakers and Golden State at seven and eight when the playoffs start. That's not, that? good, <laughs> that's not a good. That's not a good sign. All that hard work, all that hard work to go home on the first yeah, round. Yeah, you got Minnesota and OKC, number one and number oh, two. It's going to be the changing of the gods. And then you might potentially have Golden State and the Lakers at seven eight. That would be great. I would prefer it to be that way. Yeah, yeah, me too. I would really. I would, I would prefer love it to, to be that, that way. I would. Love so we to can see find that. out what's all the hype about. You <laughs> right. guys was number one all season. Minnesota playing in L.A. That would be great. Minnesota versus L.A. Yeah. Golden State versus OKC. But we already know OKC would beat. Golden State. You saying that for a definitive fact? Yeah. I don't know. I don't I know. So even with even with Draymond back, I'm just telling you. Uh, I, I like- mean, the the guy, the guy Shea, he just looked like he just looked like like I know y'all like this nigga, but I'm better than him right now. No, he he talks shit. He puts it on his <laughs> gram. He lets niggas know, but. <laughs> I'm but, you. I'm, I'm just you know what you know. Like, listen, I'm they not, like them young niggas. They like them old niggas, man. It's, it's our time, man. They had their time. I'm not disagreeing with you, I, I, and I think that would be a great first round matchup, like we were just saying. But 
Sacramento felt that way last year. Fox and them niggas felt that way last year with Golden State as well. Yeah. (laughs) No, I agree with you, but uh, basketball-wise... Sacramento doesn't have the wingspan on the on the on the wings to change shots and do all of that, and that's what that's what OKC has. I can see them really sneaking sneaking a chip out. You know what I'm saying? They got all the pieces to do it, but I mean, I'm not saying they are, but I wouldn't be surprised if they did because they got the kind of team that. You know, one of those teams that they grow confidence and they get better as the time goes. Like they start realizing that we really belong here. And I think them beating Golden State will will give them the energy to do it. I don't know if they'd do that against Joker, but, you know, Joker is the only one got a pass to the chip. I don't know if they'll do that against the Clippers. Um I'm not disagreeing with Golden State. They just haven't been looking OKC, right on you. You saying OKC? I don't know if OKC. Yeah, the gold the is looking real these days. Yeah. As far as what? Paul George, the goat. Oh, the goat. They <laughs> <laughs> said the gold. The yeah, yeah, yeah. The, yeah, the goat. The goat in them the niggas. goat looking like look, goat these days. Look, to be honest with you, they're only a half a game behind OKC. OKC could be in third place tomorrow. Yeah. They're a half a game behind uh, OKC. The Clippers and Ty Lue and them a lot of props. Yeah, and I like that Clipper team. I just, I just don't know about playoff James Harden, and and I really love his game. But history says, in the playoffs, he get wings from Magic City. You know, this is true. But you also got to realize what I'll say about this for James Harden. Three years out of, out of his time in Houston, Golden State sent him home. Wasn't like he's playing against an average team. He's playing against a super team. Two out of the years, Kevin Durant was there as well. They sent him home. Secondly, in Houston, he had to be the man. You don't have to be the man on this team. You know, he wasn't the man in in, in uh, Philly either. But you got Ty Lue and you got Kawhi Leonard. And you got four rings between them two, minimal. And... If, no, if anybody knows championship basketball, it's those two. As far as James Harden's concerned, we'll see what happens. But I think a lot of pressure is on him, off of him, because he could be the third option and possibly the fourth, depending on how hot Russell Westbrook is yeah. that particular day. So and no, a, and no disrespect to James Harden, he's super nice. It just history has shown that he fades in the in the playoffs. Absolutely, but this isn't. A, and I'm yeah, absolutely right. You know, he gotta this, prove that this this is a hundred percent right. It's but, like it's like what's the guy name from um Detroit Lions? It's the same thing. You talking about golf? Golf. I mean, golf. I wouldn't compare him to James Harden. I wouldn't say James. I'm Harden. saying playoffs wise, you just yeah. know he never got it done in the playoffs. Yeah, neither did Reggie Miller. Neither did Charles Barkley. Neither did Patrick Ewing. Neither did. Uh, Carl Malone or John Stockton, but this is without wait, him being wait, the first option. Reggie Miller, yeah, I'm saying, but they didn't fade in the playoffs. James Harden James, has faded in playoffs. James Harden fades in game sevens. Yeah, yeah, he, 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 he respect. Yeah, and, and <laughs> game seven, and don't get it fucked yeah. up. 
That's the most important yeah, Exactly. Thing. That's so, what I was saying. So you're absolutely Because when you said Reggie, right. Reggie gets crazy. So me, if you don't get the job done, it doesn't matter. That's true. <laughs> That's just me. If you got you 50 yeah. and lose by 30, <laughs> you didn't get the job done. You had like 13 <laughs> points in, yeah. in, in eight seconds. He was yeah. going crazy. Absolutely. And everybody I named, the reason I named them is because they're Hall of Famers. I didn't yeah. just name no average niggas. And James Harden's going to be a Hall of Famer. Yeah, he definitely will. He, he's a Hall of Famer, so that's why I bought them. Back to the original question, though, is, Yo, it's crazy that niggas say back in my day and Devin Booker is like 27 years old or 28 years old. <laughs> yeah, what day is he what talking day? about? Niggas say, yo, back in my day, what are you, yo, these years must be falling <laughs> off the calendar. These are <laughs> say, dog but, years. Yeah, niggas say, yo, back in my day, Dev, you missed the back in the day when it was treacherous to get 60, nigga. It was treacherous, nigga, to go to try and get, you know, and a lot of people, you know, Younger people get mad when you be like, oh, here they go with Michael Jordan. Here they go with Kobe Bryant. Yeah. And we got to hear this. Look. You couldn't get punched across your chest and still get the basket. Right. Right now, today, the nigga would want to walk off if he got fouled like that. The reason I brought that up is because Michael Jordan was getting beat up so bad his first few years in the playoffs with the Chicago Bulls, especially against the Detroit Pistons, the bad boys. Uh... He just spent a whole summer lifting weights. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. like, you know, I'm just going to lift weights and shit because I got to fight through this. You know? So. Nigga, and, jump, and, try and, to get and, a And I know, I know every six, seven years is generation gaps because, like, look, when you're, when you're 10 years old, what you were doing, when you're 17, you're not doing what you were doing when you was 10 years old. So I get it. So mm-hmm. Devin Booker may look at somebody like, New niggas over there think it's yeah. sweet. But Devin Booker has been in the league and it doesn't even seem like it. This is going to be his ninth year. He's been here since 2015. So it's like, damn, Devin Booker's been in the year almost a decade as well. So I get where he's coming from, but uh, trust me, you missed it, bro. You you got it good too. You got it real good. <laughs> it's back in 2015 when you came in, that's when it was already you couldn't touch a nigga like that. Pause. Yeah. Okay, y'all, we're going to go to break. And when we return, we will discuss Ryan Clark's contract with ESPN. Welcome back. Now let's get into our underdog fantasy picks of the day. Tonight, the Spurs will play the Kings. Underdog fantasy has Darren Fox at five rebounds. Do you have him higher or lower, Mace? Mm. Lower. Wimby is out there. (laughs) He's not getting no rebounds. Who are they playing? The Spurs. The Spurs. Lower. Okay. Victor Wembanyama is at five first quarter points. Do you have them higher or lower, Cam? Lower. Five first quarter points. Yeah, lower. Okay. And Devin Vassil is at 20 and a half points. Do you have them higher or lower, Mace? Who? Devin Vassil. Who is that? He's on the Spurs. He's like, I can't speak of something I don't know. (laughs) 
What you got for him, Caleb? Lower. Lower. Okay. Download the Underdog Fantasy app and you can make your picks too. So Ryan Clark's contract with ESPN has expired. So he's technically, not even technically, he is a broadcasting free agent. Three days ago, he posted that him and ESPN disagreed on terms of a new deal. And that's okay. So what do you guys think is next for Ryan Clark? And then what are you guys' general thoughts on ESPN and their relationships with talent? Because we've seen a lot of firings. This one seemed more mutual, but what do you guys think about it? Well, I'll start by saying congratulations, Ryan Clark. Thank you for showing us that everybody don't have to just bow their knee all the time. And you pause. You was actually very classy how do you about bow your, it. How you bow your knee? Um, I just taking whatever a nigga offer. Pause. Bow your knee, though, Mace. Bow his knee when it's when it's a when you, you get look on at, his knee or you bow on his knee. <laughs> <laughs> well, let me tell you this, kid. Since you since you talking early, interrupting me. You interrupt me every day, all day. But yeah, I'm sorry. All right. I was asking a question. I just was okay. You, the reason I'm asking this is because you have terms that I don't know. All right. I didn't yeah, know where bow, it thought. I didn't know where knee pause is like surrendering to the bigger company okay, because gotcha. this is like he said. The he said it's the greatest platform. It's the greatest platform until you reach another platform. But. I, what I'm saying is that he he did not bash them. He understood that they were offering him something. Maybe it wasn't what he wanted, and he was okay with saying, you know what, that's cool that you think I'm only worth that, but I think I'm worth more, and I'm willing to take the risk and move forward. And I, I, I want to ask you a question, Cam. Yeah. How would you feel if you played sports since you were six years old, you played peewee football, you played all all through high school, junior high school. I meant middle school, college, junior college, get to the pros, end up being a pro bowl, and then some and then you go into a sports cast and knowing everything about it, and two rap niggas just start <laughs> doing sports. <laughs> and they actually make a lot of money doing it. How would you feel, nigga? <laughs> You're not, you're not giving me that shit. <laughs> I just saw what they got. Well, let me answer your question <laughs> real quick. Um, the way you put it, I would be highly, highly upset. The way you just presented it to me, I would be on fire because you have, if you're a regular employee of a major network who's dealing with sports, um, and you just name everything you did. You played sports. You went to college for uh, broadcasting while you were playing sports, so on and so forth. And uh, you have a lot of knowledge about what you're talking about because of experience. You may not be the best talker, but you have experience. So you bring that to the table and you see two rap niggas come over and, and kind of disrupt what's going on. And you can't be yourself. You have to be a puppet almost, so to speak, because you're on the network. Not we're not saying Ryan Clark. No, no, I'm just saying in general. Yeah. Not, definitely not Ryan Clark. Hell mm -hmm. no, not Ryan Clark. Um, I would be highly upset. But where I would disagree with you at is we not just no rap niggas. 
<laughs> that's that's the problem. <laughs> no, I'm saying, but that is how niggas see it. They perceive it. Yeah, they perceive that. Oh, these niggas are rap with niggas. Niggas who are highly intelligent. Yeah, <laughs> it's like suit. Like I'm talking about. If you're in a room with Einstein, it, we you may not know who's the smartest in the room. Yeah. <laughs> if niggas is in the room, I'm just telling you, you're dealing with a high IQ type of type of people when we're dealing with. Mason, myself, a lot of times when I do take seduce segments, I actually dumb it down. Because if you want analytics and you want a corporate answer and you want uh, the blue collar way it's been going, you know where to go to if you want that. But if I could be me and be myself and tell you how I really feel, that's what you get. But I could go sit in a room and talk sports, politics, relationships, et cetera, at a high level without cursing without being ignorant, without any of that. I just want to be me, though. Cursing, yeah. ignorance, all that is really me, but don't think I don't know how to hit a switch. And the reason that uh, Mesa's saying that, because it's probably perceived like this, like, how do you rap niggas just... Look, and I don't, I don't want Mace and Shannon Sharp to be beefing. If It is what it is, though, but... We're not beefing. No, no, listen where I'm going, though. I'm just saying. And, and y'all don't, you know what time it is. Anyway, motherfucker, I don't want y'all going through a conflict, but the words y'all got into, you turned on another switch. <laughs> the, the, way, the way niggas <laughs> was like, oh, excuse me. <laughs> who was that? Oh, them niggas, they, <laughs> we got to be careful, careful. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, that's, that's, that's what I'm saying, because you're sitting there saying, man, fuck the rappers and fuck the gangster pastor. How a nigga, oh, let me, let me show you something in an eloquent <laughs> slash yeah. uh, street slash I don't think you really know me type of way. Mm -hmm. So that's what makes it dangerous with us because if you think you can say anything on any type of level, you playing with niggas who get paid for the last 30 years to play with words. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, you don't want a word war with a word. <laughs> yeah. that, that, that would be horrible. Yeah, so that's why I was just bringing up. Not, nothing, like I said, whatever was shit, I hope that shit die down and move on. But I'm just saying, when that response came out, you know, I won't put any athletes, professional athletes under the bus or former athletes or GMs for that matter. He said, nigga, Mace caught an ether, huh? <laughs> 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 you know, like, that's why I'm, I'm, not, I'm not antagonizing the situation. I'm telling you the real texts and phone calls I got because, like I said plenty of times before, a lot of times uh, being that Mace left music so early and really didn't see him outside of church, you don't really know his personality because when he was doing interviews or anything else or videos, videos, you get three, four minutes and you don't necessarily know somebody's personality in the 90s. Or if you do an interview and you're reading what he says in the Vibe magazine or the Source magazine or whatever, you can only read. You don't really get a lot of personality from reading. Or if you do a 10-minute interview on Rap City or whatever um, mm -hmm. show is out at the time. So this show gives a lot of people to see Mace's personality, which I knew forever. So really, it's not really a shock to me. Yeah. So 
to a lot of people, they like, yo, I didn't know Mace was that funny. Or I didn't know Mace could articulate himself that well. Or I didn't know Mace. See, niggas know me. I've, yeah. I've been out here. So, <laughs> <laughs> so when people see that, it's like. Yeah, but that's what you said when you called me. It was like, yo, come on and show. Yeah, yeah. And be yourself. Yeah. No, I'm just saying. I, I know already. I'm just saying for some people, it's shocking because you go from funny, then you go to wisdom, then you go to don't play with me. It's, it's, you know, they know that about me. I, I've been vocal. I've had beefs. <laughs> no, I'm just saying because you kind of did what you did. I still been down here beefing <laughs> with niggas, arguing, <laughs> all type of shit. 60 minutes, don't snitch on your neighbor, all type of shit that I've been in. T- <laughs> I've been arguing with Bill O'Reilly on his show, <laughs> movies, all type yeah. of shit. So, I'm happy that people get to actually see uh, your wisdom, your personality, your um, candor, et cetera. But um, yeah, more of the story is I want to say that. But yeah, I'd be pissed off if I was certain people who has been working. And especially what happens is too, when you're in sports, they try to point, point you to start doing, if you don't really know, have a major or minor and don't know where you want to be, they'd be like, get into broadcasting because this could be a second act for you when you finish playing and so on and so forth. And then niggas just come and snatch that right from you yeah. after you put all this work in. I have no idea. Um, before I get to that, though, let's get to Ryan Clark and I'll end it with this. As far as Ryan Clark is concerned, I think Ryan Clark this past year understands his value. He has a popular podcast with The Pivot. Not only having a popular podcast, he just won a sports Emmy last year. Mm-hmm. And you know, you got to realize this. Yeah, so his number went up. Yeah, yesterday's price is not today's yeah, price. You got to realize who's at ESPN, all the people there. And I'm not other people won awards, but I don't even think Stephen A. Smith won an Emmy. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So Ryan Clark is like, holla at me, yo. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? And I'm not saying that Ryan Clark is, does or doesn't have the personality Stephen A. Smith does. I like Ryan Clark. I, yeah. I'm, I like watching him on ESPN. You know, there's a few people I don't like, but he's definitely one of my favorites to watch when I'm watching sports um, on ESPN. But at the end of the day, uh, he, he has a great uh, career after football, and he's also an NFL Super Bowl champion. So uh, Ryan Clark, wherever you go, I wish you luck. I'm a fan, yeah. and I'll definitely be watching. Back to the last thing I, I'll say what I was tapping into before we left about how athletes or not just athletes, you go to school for broadcasting and you got people like Mason, myself, who can invest in themselves because we believe in ourselves, And we say, nigga, if we need to talk to whoever about sports, we're going to be able to talk to them. Or if we need to just debate amongst ourselves, we could do that as well. If we need to bring in a guest every week, we could do that as well, et cetera, et cetera. But for the people that went to school for this, and now they don't, they, they're interning somewhere. Where I was going was, I was going to ask Stat, and I don't want you to throw anybody under the bus, mm-hmm. but what is your classmates' lives like compared to yours right now? Um... Shout out to the classmates that we were getting out the mud together, literally bringing around camera equipment, producing our own stuff, writing everything. It was really, really difficult. But um, just getting your footing out in the broadcast world is extremely difficult. Um, A lot of them are still, you know, trying to get that first job or honestly left the market because it's it's changed. Like, I mean, unless you want to start with politics and do 
sidelines. A lot of them are, you know, still trying to find different things to do because it's just really difficult. Um, I think there's more opportunities for people in school to intern and do um, like collaborations with like throughout the school and then actual leagues. I'm going to say shout out Daryl Barnes because he just did something with NBA on TNT, which is super difficult to get. Um, But a lot of other people are struggling, have reached out and asked kind of for help and stuff on like how to get that footing. But there is no direct path that you can take. Like there's no to do this on like to be successful. You got to do this and you got to do that. Like you don't really know until you try things. So that's what I would say. No, a hundred percent. And it's, and listen, we're, we're privileged and happy that we were able to find you and sort you out. Shout out to Kev um, in Miami yeah. for finding you. Cause you've been a blessing to the show. You bring a lot to the table, but I'm just wondering where your peers would be at or not just if you wasn't here, what you would probably be yeah. doing right now. Cause you got to realize and I'm not disrespectful. I'm totally not being disrespectful. Yeah. Not, not at all. Yeah. And I want to be super clear because we like Cameron disrespectful. But I've seen you post somebody that you went to school with and I believe they're like going to be the, the social media intern somewhere. Um, One of your former classmates is mm-hmm. a dude. Probably, yeah. yeah. There's a couple things I've posted. Yeah. But he's just, for, I think ESPN, if I wasn't mistaken, yeah. he's going to be the social media intern. Damn, four years of college to be the social media murder intern. Yeah. And because it's ESP. 400,000. Huh? $400,000 spent. For what? What you mean? Oh, you're talking about, yeah, that's what you mean. Right. So that's, that's what I'm trying to say is that all that to be an intern for social. Yeah. Social on your phone. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You have to go to college for that. Yeah, exactly. And so, you know, and I know Stat is blessed and we're blessed to have her, but you got to realize, like, you're probably the most hated amongst all your classmates ever. You at All-Star Weekend, you doing major interviews, you're on one of the most popular sports shows every day. And I know it's somebody who, man, like, Look at fucking treasure. She barely even fucking went to the, you know, and she barely even fucking went to class that semester. Somebody yeah. like that out there. Yeah. So I can imagine. Man. That's a crazy thing. Just quick thought. Cause it's it's not even just peers. It's people already in the industry. And like, teachers too. And teachers. Yeah. Like people are not supportive, and, and it's okay. And you say people in the industry like already on linear television or something? Already established. Like, I remember right before I had my job with It Is What It Is, um, I interviewed, I'm not even going to say names. I interviewed somebody who- I never say I'm names? I'm not saying names because- She's I, media I, Yeah, like, You're media I can't training, help right? it. Yeah, I literally training. am. I can't help I it. I can tell. That's <laughs> why it's like, I- like I dip my toes more and more for y'all to see even more personality because I think I've gotten a lot more comfortable, but I, I just can't help it. Like I've learned for four years to be that way. But what, um, before you continue, yeah. the same people who learned what you learned the four years we just talked about where they were at. I, but go ahead. I know it's like a habit, but I, I'm <laughs> definitely getting I share a lot no more problem. than I would have when I first started. Like the growth has definitely changed a lot. But yeah, I remember there was somebody like that I interviewed because I've interviewed, you know, people along the way and they're like, yeah, one day, you know, you'll have the opportunity to be in camera and get to like a position like me. I was like, Okay, like, and that's not something that you want to hear from somebody that you like look up to. You know what yeah. I'm saying? They're just like, yeah, uh, one pass, day. Have you passed that person? That, yes. 
<laughs> wow. Yes. <laughs> gotcha. So all of you looking for work that's down in the college, hit that up. That too. Yeah, yeah, definitely looking for people. But shout out to the people who have supported me. Joy Taylor, Taylor Rooks, they have definitely supported me and they're, you know, up there in the industry as well. So shout out to them for being very supportive. And obviously Cam and Mace. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's what's up. Yeah. Okay. Did you have one more thought before? No, we... I just would say I wish Ryan Clark the best. And yeah. I, I'm a fan. So um, yes. be looking forward to what he got going on next. Okay. And then before we wrap, Jason Tatum believes he can be the next face of the league. In an interview, he said, I feel like it's mine to take. Do you guys feel like it's Jason Tatum's to take? I actually do. I actually do because even though he had that horrible um, playoff series last year, I look at it like the same thing happened to Kobe one year, right? He comes out, he shoots these air balls. He come back after that, and he's a terror until until he passed away. You know, and, I, and shout out to the entire Bryant family. Blessings on that family. God, prayers be with you. And I think I think Tatum has what it takes. He just got to remember that in tough situations, you got to be the alpha. You got to be the dog. You got to be the one to make sure y'all win it all because you can be the face. But if you lose this year with Porzingis and that team that you have, we're never going to let you forget it. I just want to say that. I think he could be Willie. That's another question. Like, yeah, he could be. He could be. You look. You got all the intangibles. Uh, and he got to do it this year because Ja coming back next year with a vengeance. Yeah, look. I believe if Ja didn't go through all that, he might have could have been. He would been. be the face. Yeah, I believe because, and I don't want to blame it on being light skinned because Steph Curry's light skin. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But sometimes you just look too smooth. You know, you, you know, even Steph Curry gets mad and has attitude and, you know, a little uh, a little bit of this. And Jason Tatum, I see him, it seems some night that his hair don't get messed up. He is <laughs> from St. Louis, though. He he definitely got falls what it takes. Because he's from St. Louis, that don't mean that you from St. Louis, Louis. <laughs> now, don't get it fucked up. He he came up <laughs> under Bradley Bill. Bradley Bill used to practice with him, um, put him under the wing. Nelly, too. Shout out to Nelly. You know, they Nelly used to br bring up Bradley Bill. Bradley Bill brought up Jason Tatum. So, and I ain't going to sit there and say you ain't in the hood. But at the end of the day, you could also be sheltered. And I don't want to sit here and go on his background or how he grew up or anything else because I don't know and I don't want to say the wrong thing. But what I will say is that um, I believe he has everything you need to have. He's six, seven, six, eight. Uh, he could put up 50 any night he wants to or needs to. Um, but for us as basketball fans, we've been seeing you do this the last three, four years. And when you go to the championship and take a step back from the championship and don't make it to the championship, it's like, what's going on? Um, that's just my opinion with the Boston Celtics. I gave them a pass actually last year for not getting to the championship because you got to realize they're on their second coach in two years. 
Um, so really third coach, if you're talking about um my man who just went upstairs to the who took Danny um Ainge's spot in the front office. You gotta realize Brad Stevens. You gotta realize he was their coach. Then uh Homie, homie, coach in Houston. I always can't pronounce his name per, um, correctly, so I don't want to say it. You hollered at his girl. How you don't remember his name? I don't know. I don't know. Ayuka. What? See, you calling him Ayuk. Niggas, that's Johnny from San, <laughs> from San Francisco. Ayuk. <laughs> I ain't What's I ain't, the name? Stat? Come on, do your job. Stat. I, I ain't holla. I ain't holla. Do at your nobody. job. You doka. You doka. Yeah, you doka. Um, and now you're dealing with the new coach, but that's a lot too. Like, uh, like I said, always, me and Mace always talking about our basketball career and everything, and we had 76 coaches in three months. <laughs> like, <laughs> when you have no chemistry and you keep changing up shit. Sometimes it takes into effect. But this year, I think that Mace is right. You need to get it done. But not just that. Uh, I'm sitting here because I, I think he can do it. I'm sitting here trying to think. But he has to get it done. This I year. never see. I never see nigga do this. You want to see that? Yeah. You got yeah. It. Everybody in the face. It's the same way with Wimby. Or yeah. at least. Yeah, yeah. At least this. Yeah. 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 Like, you Some know emotion. What I'm yeah, that's what I'm saying. Everybody who's been the face of the league give you that. Yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? You've never seen Even never. Berg in the yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So the reason I'm saying that is because I've never seen that from him. But. In the era where that shit may just be okay not to do that. Stat knows. <laughs> like, like I don't like it though. Yeah, I'm just saying, like, and I'm not saying Jason Tatum in in, in particular, but stat would be cool if niggas get their eyebrows okay, done. I didn't say yeah. all that. Okay, Yo, so would you be mad if a nigga got his eyebrows done? I didn't done? say all that. I'm, not, you, I'm just asking you as a friend. Would you be mad? <laughs> <laughs> would you be mad? I'm not going to be mad at anything that somebody decides to do, but, like, I've not seen that. So, like, you I don't see know. You nobody get their eyebrows done? Like, a dude go get their eyebrows done? No. Yeah. Oh. Niggas got highlights. Niggas already. You you seen that nails? Yeah. Yeah. Status for all of this. She with it. Yeah. I ain't knocking her. She's generation A. She ain't a dog. She ain't a door. I ain't gonna knock her. <laughs> <laughs> but answer your question. I think, generation I think, A is I, crazy. I think that Jason Tatum has all the intangibles to do it. Will he do it? That's the question. Okay. We're rooting for you, Jason Tatum. To do it, we we really hope that you do it. Well, that's all the time we have for today. Thanks for watching. And as always, it is what it is. Uh,